I'm Cassidy Quinn and this is Mentally Together. Because whether you can see it on the surface or not, we are all just trying to keep ourselves mentally together. And no matter what our brains are experiencing, we're not alone, we're together. This episode is going to be a little different than normal because normally I have another guest here. And this one technically will involve another guest, but you won't actually see them. I will refer to this other human, my new therapist, but um, they're not here, obviously. Is that obvious? Maybe a future episode of the pod we could actually have my therapist on. That would be cool. So far though, we've only met virtually one time, so we're just not there in our relationship yet, okay? Don't rush us. <laughs> but this week, it's just gonna be you and me. We're just gonna have a chat. I started talking about my anxiety and depression on the internet about two and a half years ago. And in that first video I posted about it, I listed a few things that I was doing and was going to start doing to take care of my mental health. And one of the things on the list that I said I'm about to start doing was going to therapy. Now again, if you have seen the title of this, you know that clearly two and a half years ago, I did not go to therapy. Otherwise, I would not be now telling you that I just went to therapy for the first time ever. And for me, I had a lot of questions before my first ever therapy session. So today we're just gonna talk through it. I'm gonna give you my first reactions, tell you what it's like, because maybe you have the same questions. And I wanna talk about this because I think to a lot of people, myself included, Therapy can sound really scary. It can be put on this pedestal of, ah, you must have huge issues if you are going to therapy. At least that was the sense I got from it as a child. Like I never went to therapy as a kid because I thought to go, there had to be something like super wrong with me. Now as an adult, I've learned that is not the case. You can go to therapy just because you want to grow and learn new things and better yourself. Or maybe something hugely traumatic just happened to you in your life or happened to you as a kid that you wanna talk through and deal with with a therapist, or you just got diagnosed with a mental illness or you think you are, or you're really struggling with your brain and you wanna do something about it. Basically, what I've learned now is that you can go to therapy for whatever, just because you wanna grow as a human and learn new coping skills and learn more about yourself. And because of that, at this point in my life, in my 30s, I suddenly feel or have felt the last year or so that I am the only one who has not yet gone to therapy. I know that is so not true. I know there are tons of people who have not gone to therapy because they don't feel like they need it, they don't want it, or they do not have access to it. But I just keep hearing from so many of my friends that, whoa, therapy changed my life. It's amazing. Oh my gosh, I learned so much. Wah! So like, what have I been missing this entire time? Which made me want to go more, but also put it even higher up on another pedestal. Like when I finally go to therapy, it has to be perfect and amazing and life changing. And that is a really high bar to set for anything. <laughs> and I'm guessing, I may not be the only one who feels this way about therapy. So I'm hoping that by sharing my experience, it might take away a little bit of that mystery. Obviously, I can only speak from my experience going to my first ever therapy session, which is based, of course, on what I want to figure out on therapy, the questions I have, the things going on in my brain, my mental illnesses. So whatever you go into therapy for, your first session will probably be totally different, just depending on 
you and your life as it should be. But one of the things I was most curious about was what happens in that first session? What am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to have something prepared? What are they going to tell me? What are they going to ask me? So here is my experience. And I'll be honest, once I made this appointment, I felt great. I felt accomplished. Like I had achieved a goal that I had been working towards for almost three years. And then as the date got closer, I started getting really nervous. And mostly because I didn't know what to expect. I felt like I had about 100 things that I wanted to talk about in therapy, issues I wanted to work through, and I didn't know where or how to start. But when I asked people who have been to therapy for advice beforehand, I learned a few things, including you don't have to get it all out at once. It's okay to have a long list of things and you will work with your therapist to figure out where to start. And you can lean on the therapist. That sounds really obvious to me now, but I hadn't really thought about it before. But like that is their job. Basically, getting a therapist is like finally getting another person to help you sort through all your thoughts. Someone on your team to help come up with next steps. And that is pretty cool. So, okay, I finally made it to the appointment. And by to the appointment, I mean, I didn't actually go anywhere. It was virtual on my webcam from the comfort of my desk in my own house, which is great for so many reasons. Number one, parking, traffic, and a lot of humans. And number two, I finished recording a future episode of Mentally Together literally one minute before my therapy session started. So... I would have been late. And obviously, or hopefully it's obvious, I'm not going to play you the contents of my therapy session. So let's just skip forward to right after when I turned on my camera to record my thoughts. Okay, we went to therapy. We went to therapy. Wow. I have to just like take a second and feel accomplished and proud of myself because like I actually did it. Also, I liked the therapist. She seemed nice and she listened to me. Basically, here's what happened. I had no idea like what we were gonna do, what we were gonna talk about, how I was gonna talk about, like I literally yesterday wrote down seven things in my journal that I'm like, oh, I wanna talk about this, so I wanna talk about this, so I wanna talk about this, so I wanna talk about this. And so I'm like, how are we gonna talk about all of them in this day? Honestly, we talked about most of them. Like I mentioned most of them, but not just in a total word vomit, say literally everything right now. So we started, she introduced herself. She explained it. I told her I had never been to therapy. I told her I'd wanted to and that I was a little nervous and that I didn't know what to expect and that I have a million things I want to talk about. And she just started asking questions, like somewhat open-ended questions. Like, okay, I saw that in your paperwork. You have ADHD and anxiety and depression. Like, how are you doing? Do you feel like you're in an anxious period, a depressed period? And I told her that like with both of those, I feel like it goes in waves where for a few weeks I'll feel really good. And then for a few weeks, everything is bad. <laughs> and not even everything, 
Like, it's not like when I originally went and got diagnosed with depression and started going on meds. I think the meds are still working in, in lots of ways, but, like, there was a full moon this morning as I'm recording this, so I've been thinking of it as, like, the moon and the tide. So, like, it goes in and then it goes out, but it's always going to come back in, but then it's always going to go back out. And she asked me if I felt like when I go on those down periods, like, if it is the more depression or if it's more anxiety. And I told her I didn't necessarily know where the line was, so she kind of explained the differences there, uh, which was super interesting. Also just felt like very validated whenever I talked about something as a struggle of a symptom of ADHD. Like she said, that was common. And that, and like there's ways we can work around that. And I tried to the best of my ability to just answer her questions and not like go off on a million tangents. But then some of the tangents I would go off on, she would pick something up out of it and be like, so I heard you just like slip in this thing. You want to talk about that? Is that the main thing on your mind? Hmm. Yeah, maybe she made me feel validated and comforted and like it was a safe space to talk about things. I cried a couple of times in like short spurts. I basically did word vomit at her that I like don't have anything figured out. And she was like, that's okay. And we talked a lot about the anxiety spirals I can get into where I start thinking about something and then the next thing I know it's been hours on the internet and oh my gosh, like what am I doing? Is that this blah, 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 blah. And so she let me do that a little bit but then brought it back and said, okay, I want to make sure that you get what you need out of this before we have to run out of time. And at first that kind of stressed me out because I'm like, what do you mean? You're going to have like all the answers. We're going to have everything done now. Ah, how? No. How can we solve literally everything? That's not the point. The point is to open up a space to do work and grow. And therefore we came up with some goals to work on together, like homework to do on my own. We talked about how with my ADHD, one thing that I kind of don't want to admit that I need is structure in my life. And so she talked about building some structure and I was doing a very good job of being present and not trying to think like, how am I going to remember everything we talked about? How am I going to remember this? How am I going to remember this? I actually was present in the moment. Maybe it's because my Adderall is working today. <laughs> Remembered to take it and eat. Woo! Doing great today. And not feeling like I need to write everything down. And because that's usually what I do. It's like, I'm going to forget everything. If I don't write down everything from this moment, I'm going to forget it all as soon as I try to remember it. But we got to like the homework portion, like the next steps, the goals portion. I started writing and she could tell I was looking down at my screen. I was like, oh, I'm just going to write down what, what you're telling me to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, oh, actually, and this was like mind blowing to me, which is weird because it seems obvious. That will be in your report that I write up and send to you after our call. Whoa. So you're going to write down the homework so I don't have to remember it? Honestly, that's huge. So I have another appointment in two weeks. I have some homework to do in the meantime. And the instructions are just going to be there for me. Like sometimes, all the time, I get stuck in my own head of feeling like I have to figure it all out on my own. 
and I just wish someone would give me answers and solutions to the things in my head. But at the same time, I don't want to ask anyone for these solutions to the questions in my head. But I said the things in my head and she gave me not solutions, but things to work on, which are <laughs> kind of the things that I've already been doing, but also differently. She talked about meditating, but doing it in super, super short spurts, like 30 seconds or one minute, just focusing on my breath, tuning in to my body. Then, done. Cool. Do it like three times. Do it for 30 seconds or a minute. Pause. Do it for 30 seconds or a minute. Pause. Do it 30 seconds or a minute. Pause. Go about the day. Do that again at bedtime if I get around to it. But she also was very forgiving that I, it, I don't have to do it every single day. That's okay. It would be cool. That's something to aspire to. But like, it's okay if I don't, okay? Which is good. I don't know if I even said this to her, that I can be hard on myself and like tell myself I need to do something every single day and be perfect at it or it's not worth doing it. Um, but I feel like she saw it in my soul. <laughs> or maybe that's just everybody. I don't know. Either way, it was correct. And then journaling, which is something I've been getting into the past few months and has been very good for me, like sorting out things in my brain. But she told me like a few questions to journal with in mind, right? Like think about this, think about how you are in this situation, think about this. And again, as much as I reject structure, it also feels nice to have someone give me a little bit of a structure to follow. And then that's all, like I don't, the homework is not to figure everything out. The homework is not to ruminate and blah, 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 and find the answers and like do a hundred bajillion things. It's just like little bits of homework and a little bit of structure. Not too much, not too much to scare me away, just like a little, a little bit. So that means we can do this. Like we can continue to do this. She's not giving me any assignments that I am incapable of. We don't necessarily know where these assignments will lead. Like part of the journaling process is to think about things, write about them, see what comes up. I do not know what will come up, but I know that this is things we can do. This is things we can do. Wow. So I think that's all I have to say after my first ever therapy session that we did after so long saying we were gonna do it. Woo! Whew. And she asked me, when I wanted to see her again, <laughs> like we're dating or something. And she was like, like two weeks or a month. And my first instinct was to say one week, but then since she said two weeks or a month, I was like, cool, I'll go for two weeks. And that, that feels right. Cause number one, it's not covered by my insurance. So it's expensive. And number two, definitely don't want a month. I want two weeks, but two weeks is like enough time to see how this homework goes and then I'll go back and like, they're gonna make the appointment for me. So thank you. My ADHD says thank you for that. And you know, honestly, before I went to this therapy session, I wasn't sure how I would feel the rest of the day. 
Yesterday, I was trying to get as much work done as I possibly could because I thought that I might get to this point after therapy today, which was at 3 p.m. I thought maybe then I'll be exhausted mentally, emotionally, and I just won't want to do anything. And in case that worst case scenario happened, I didn't want to have a million things that I needed to do on my list. And instead, I don't feel horrible. I feel a little bit accomplished, also a little bit emotional, also a little bit ah, where is this homework going to lead? And what is it going to do? And I kind of want to like be in the second appointment now, but like, like we left it on a good note. We like got some things out, got some emotions out, shed a couple tears, had some good chats, some laughs, whatever, set some goals at the end, wrap it up, a little nice bow, blink, 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 and see it in two weeks. But I don't feel emotionally ruined. <laughs> But I'm going to go reward myself by making a delicious lunch and then maybe sit and watch a show while I eat it because I deserve that. And you deserve everything wonderful too. Have you been putting off a visit to the doctor for way too long? Yeah, I do that too. And when I finally do call and make an appointment, the doctor's office usually tells me the next available appointment is months away. That's why I've started going to ZoomCare. With locations in Oregon, Washington, Idaho, and Colorado, ZoomCare offers same-day doctor visits that you can book online or from their app. Yep, you don't have to talk to anyone on the phone. They even offer mental health visits, where you can speak to a board-certified mental health provider in person or through video. ZoomCare is where I went last year for my ADHD diagnosis, and they made the process so simple. They really took away my stress. So if you're ready to make an appointment of your own, head to ZoomCare.com. That's ZoomCare, Z-O-O-M-C-A-R-E.com. Does grocery shopping stress you out? Do you order takeout way too often? Let me tell you about something that has really helped me combat both of those things. Instacart. With my ADHD and anxiety, sometimes the whole process of figuring out what to make for dinner, then getting the ingredients, and then actually making it seems like a lot. So now I have cut out one part of that process by shopping on Instacart. I can go online and search for exactly what ingredients I need, pick out the best deals, and then wonderful human shoppers will go out into the world and hand-select everything. You can even order from multiple stores at the same time. Then it's delivered to your door in as fast as one hour. Oh, and probably my favorite part is that all of my orders are saved in Instacart. So then the next time I order groceries, I can just click and reorder my usual stuff. It's amazing. Is it weird to say that online grocery shopping has helped my mental health? Only if it wasn't true. To get free delivery on your first order over $35, click the link in the show notes. It lets Instacart know we sent you, gets you that free delivery, and helps support our show. Now, back to the show. Okay, now back to Cassidy in the future, or the present. It has now been a little over a week since I had my first therapy session. So I should be able to tell you that I have been doing my homework all day. I am the star therapy student, but that is not the case. I have actually only done my homework twice. I don't want to say that too loud, 
But I also want to tell you that and be honest because I think that's okay. I actually tweeted asking if I should admit that on the podcast that I've only done my homework once or twice and it's been a week since my session and an actual therapist, not mine, but another therapist responded and said that is what they assume all of their people do. So um, it's okay. I mean, great if you do your homework every day, but also okay to give yourself a break and be patient with yourself. But I don't know why, there was something in me that resisted it for the first few days. I was scared to do it, even though, like I just told you, it was meditating and journaling. Two things that I have grown to love so much this past year and love doing for me. And although this is still doing it for myself, like the therapy is for me, it is not for the therapist. (laughs) But somehow, now that there's another person involved... And there's specific things that we are trying to work through with these tactics. It just made it scary. I think part of what made it scary was the fact that I don't exactly know what will come out of it. Like these homework assignments are not math homework assignments, right? Where you figure out the answer, you hand it in, they grade you, they tell you what was right and wrong. There is no right and wrong when it comes to me figuring out what's going on inside my brain. And I don't know exactly what will come out of it. I might think I'm going to write about one thing in my journal or think about one thing in meditating, and then it's totally different. And as someone that likes to have a solution to things, that's a little nerve-wracking for me to not know what is going to come out of the process, but that's also literally the point. (laughs) But when I finally did it, I finally sat down, did my meditation, did my journaling right afterwards at the first thing in my day, and it felt so good. I ended up journaling a lot longer than I thought I would just because I had a lot of thoughts to get out, which is usually the case when I resist journaling for a few days because I think I have nothing to say and I don't know what I want to think through in my brain, and then I start writing and it all comes out. But I tend to forget that sometimes when I get stuck in my head. Anyway, my first therapy session ever went well. I mean, not that it can go badly. Again, there is no good or bad or right or wrong. We're just doing it. And as I'm putting this episode out, I will have my second session in a couple of days. Am I nervous? Yeah. Am I worried that I didn't do enough homework? Also, yeah. But unlike When I was in school and I wanted to get a good grade and my teacher to like me and to be the best student, this is not about that. As far as I know, you don't get a grade in therapy. But yeah, my anxiety brain is going, did I do what I was supposed to? Did I figure enough out? What are we going to talk about this time? But again, she is not a teacher. She is not grading me. She is just holding me accountable and figuring out the next steps along with me. But sometimes having accountability is kind of scary because that means you have to do the thing. But accountability for my mental health is something totally new for me and it's actually really awesome and great and I can see why it's useful. So yes, I get why people love therapy now, okay? Therapy is a process. It is not a one and done thing. The goal is not to figure everything out immediately. The goal is to make progress and just keep growing one session and one homework assignment at a time. 
And it really does feel good to feel like I am making progress, or at least I am on that path to make progress. And that is what we are doing here on Mentally Together. Literally together. We are growing and we are learning one episode at a time. So thank you, wonderful human, for listening to this episode of Mentally Together. We put out new episodes every Monday, so I, Cassidy Quinn, will see you next week. In the meantime, go do something nice for your brain. Try some journaling, do a little meditation, maybe go to therapy. Whatever will make your day just a little bit better. Because remember, we are all just trying to keep ourselves mentally together. Together is produced, hosted, and edited by Cassidy Quinn in collaboration with Coba FM, a podcast network that is all about community, baby.